0: Hello, and welcome to The Tech Lens, the podcast that offers insights and analysis on the tech trends that matter. I'm your host, Ibrahim Isaac, and in this podcast, we dive deep into the world of technology, exploring the latest innovations, trends, and developments. We'll be joined by experts and thought leaders in the field who will share their insights and perspectives on how technology is shaping the world around us. So whether you are a tech enthusiast, or professional or you're simply curious about the latest tech trends we got you covered so sit back relax and tune in for innovative perspectives on the tech trends that matter today we're going to be hearing from a brand communications professional herself in the person of dorcas so dorcas tell us more about yourself
1: hi everyone my name is dorcas jacob um it's a funny story that i like to read remember uh, is that i didn't always start off studying like public relations and advertising which is um the career path i am now in i actually started off studying um, industrial engineering and as they would say fate or whatever it was i um found out like that comes comes easily to me this is what um i can do the first thing when i wake up in the morning and then i changed but then i had a challenge and the challenge was how was i going to tell my dad that his almost two years of of tuition fee is like going to waste almost because i mean that was how he was going to see but Ah, I did. I convinced, convinced him that this was the best path to go and I'm glad I did. I ended up graduating with a first class degree in public relations and here I am today. So I'm a brand communications professional and I love to leverage media to help brands to tell their stories. And In the line of my work, I've also worked with LinkedIn local, so bringing people off of LinkedIn to a local area or a location to kind of network, um, have a physical network, and connect, leverage opportunities. And I'm also building to startups um, as a comms professional. I also believe in volunteering for the courses that I care about, so um, I lead operations at, at Street Project Foundation, and yeah. I'm also a um, member of the Comms Avenue, which is a communications platform for professionals to build capacity. And yeah, I'm glad that I'm here today, and yes, and I'm glad that you're here too.
0: Great, great. Thank you, thank you so much. So, over to the topic. Uh, what is why? Like, what does it mean for me to find my why? Can you tell us more about that?
1: Okay, so everything starts with you, the individual. Um, what motivates you, right? When the chips are down, what is going to keep you going, right? So you have to find that reason. And no, don't don't tell me it's money because money is not going to keep you going. It has to be something that you found inside of you, a solution that you're offering, something that gives you. That gratification, fulfillment, the reason why you're starting out, maybe I'm starting out because I'm trying to help these um, people. Um, I'm I'm starting out because I've had this challenge myself, and now I think I have the solution to help other people come out of it. So that's what will keep you going, is to find your why. Um, And then, yes that would inform and motivate you as um, a tech entrepreneur starting out?
0: Wow. Thank you. You know, I come across, um, I mean, you check on websites, several websites, you come across things like, okay, about the business, you come across mission, vision, purpose. You know, sometimes uh, seeing all these things, uh, it's not, to me, it's like not everyone knows what they're writing. They just need to write something so people just write. I was at. Um, As a business mixer several years ago when i just started my business and uh, i met a director from kpmg so we were talking about businesses and he just asked me what what am i into i told him about my business then he said what is your value proposition that was the first time i was even hearing about the word value proposition and he explained to me and i couldn't still answer and i went back i had to think over my value proposition so this is what we're talking about. When we say finding your why, we're actually talking about finding your value proposition. We're talking about finding your purpose. What? Why are you in the business? Why should a customer buy from you? This is what, dif- this is what the, uh, you know, Will I say, brings together your vision, your purpose for the business, and your product. This is what actually makes up your, your brand because your brand uh, could be anything, and there are several other brands out there, similar, but... Yeah your unique what makes you unique is your why right so the doctors tell us what is the most important why to have or the most important value proposition to have because like we mentioned some people go into business because they want to uh they want money so i mean what do you what do you have to say about that
1: okay, so what i've found is um the best motivation that you can have is that you have created a solution that is making a real impact in the lives of people so that passion for what you're doing is um is is one of the best things that you can have so i have a solution i have created it is making real impact in people's life and that, that's what that's what motivates me so yeah
0: oh wonderful uh, I remember something. I remember I I once asked, you know, on a poll on LinkedIn some months back, and I asked, is it do what you love or love what you do? So it was a very tricky and interesting question because a lot of times, you know, people can say, okay, do what you love. I am for the do what, uh, do love what you do. I'm for that because, um I try to find meaning because there are some people that maybe they were not able to, you know, achieve what they, achieve their dreams or to do what they, they love. But I think you can still find purpose and utilize, you can still find purpose in what you do. You can be in a job that maybe, I don't always advise people, okay, you're doing a job you don't like, I don't advise to stay there. But what if it is an entrepreneurship, uh, your own business, and you're just there for money and, um, You don't know what you're doing, but when you begin to find meaning into what you're doing, I think you'll be able to find your value proposition, you'll be able to find your why, and it will fuel your passion. So when you change change it from just, okay, I'm trying to get money, and like you said, when you think about how you can bring, you know, um, help people, I think people are more reason for you to go into business than just money, and I think that is more stronger. Yeah. So yeah over to my next question. How do we incorporate this why into you know our enterprises, especially in tech? How do we incorporate it into our branding, especially in tech?
1: Okay, so um I'm just going to speak first to the do you do what you love or love what you do part? So um I'm going to, I'm going to say this for free and I'm going to say realistically that you're just starting out in business and you you're just starting out you don't have a lot of capital and all of that please go for go for a job that can give you the money you need right that can give you the capital you need and when you get that money then you go back and do what you love right okay so Starting out as a tech person, I think that one of the best things that you can do is to start out intentionally. So you're building your brand up from the ground up, but you're doing that very intentionally. So you're building a brand. First off. What's your your name, right? You have a solution you're creating, obviously. You have a product. You have a service. So your name, is there a rationale or a reason behind it? Um, are you thinking about how easy it is for people to pronounce it? Because that would also help with retention. Can people remember you? If I forget your name easily, there's chances that I would forget your brand and not even buy or use it so my brand colors as well is there an is there an intentionality to which colors i'm picking for my brand for my product or am i just picking orange because that's my favorite color so things like that um Starting up like that, and just being very intentional about, okay, how will I how will I want my brand, my brand to sound? That is your brand archetype. So am I do I sound like a rebel? Do I sound like a sage? I know it, or do I sound witty? So those kind of things will inform because when branding is a process, right? A lot of people say when they say, Oh, I want to brand, it's usually they want to do a logo, but a logo is just a tiny element of branding. Branding is a consistent, ongoing thing that you do intentionally on a daily basis. It is being consistent with those things that you've chosen. So if I've chosen that, my brand front front would be Comic Sans. I would always use Comic Sans. So anytime you see Comic Sans, it is me that comes to mind. So those are the kind of intentionality that we are
0: talking about absolutely absolutely you know uh, when it comes to branding i always suggest every every let's uh, say every business every tech uh brand should have what we call the brand guideline and if you are doing uh, if you're giving someone a work to yes. do for you maybe you want to design apart from just the initial design that you have a logo or a website you want it to be on your on your social media designs let's you know, hand over your brand guideline to your designer, so your designer will know the font. Your brand guideline will contain the fonts you're using, the colors you're using, the sizes you're using, how to put your how to put your logo. One thing I have to always uh, have to always correct amongst. Uh, graphic designers is the logo when we say create logo they just create one variation of logo logo has different variations so you need to have the square size the, the, the ones for different applications it's still the same icon same text same font but different sizes different variations so some people who just started logo design yeah. they don't really know this they're not being taught this, and I see sometimes even in social media designs, which have like people with fonts up to like three to four different fonts on a particular design, and you can't tell what is the what is the what is the language. You can't tell what they're into. What is this? Their 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 why? You know. So this is very important. Even the colours you use communicate something. When you visit a website as a as a digital marketing specialist, these are some of the things that I, I look at the details. So when I go into a website, every website has a feel. I mean every good website has a feel. When you go there, it's calling you. The website is like it's like an online office. You know, it's your office, but it's online. So people go in there, they need to have a feel, yeah. it needs to be welcoming. Well, when you go into a physical office, imagine you go into a physical office and you can tell. I mean, everywhere it's just rowdy. You can't tell what these guys are doing. you can't tell what they're about. That is what that means they don't have a brand guideline. That means they don't know what they're doing There's no why to their to their business. So in tech it is very, very important. You want to go far in tech. you have a business, you need to have your why, you need to have your brand guideline. very, very important. So yeah, uh, I mean, you have you have uh, a case study you're gonna tell us about. Right, can you share on that?
1: Yes. Okay, so um, the brand that we are going to, I'm going to speak briefly on is Tesla. I'm sure almost everyone here has heard of Tesla, but I don't know if everyone is aware that Tesla has spent zero dollars on advertising. In fact, Elon Musk himself has come out to say that he hates advertising. I mean, can you imagine like a brand that is the highest work, um, car manufacturing company in the world, but Tesla has been able to build some sort of credibility and authority for themselves based solely on the personal brand of Elon Musk. And that's why the next thing that I'm going to touch on is why, it's, why it is important for you as the founder, the co-founder, or or the person who, who who brought up the idea of this startup, who is building the, this business, to have a personal brand. So, what does this what does this entail? Share what you know. Share your knowledge online. Mm-hmm. If there's an opportunity for you to speak somewhere, take it. If there's an opportunity for you to be featured in some on, on something, a magazine, online, whatever, take it because it's helping you to build your authority. And you know what happens? There are three types of capital. There is social capital, there is human capital, and there is financial capital. And guess what? social capital helps you like it's it's the most important because if i have resources of people right i can always if i have like social capital like people know me people trust my brand and all of that if i call for something people would listen Right. I can go to somewhere and then seek for something and on my credibility or my name, it would be easily given to me. So try to build your social capital as a starter, as a, as a founder and all of that, because it would really help your brand. It would really like add that credibility To your brand and you would not struggle doing a lot you know how businesses are in phases and you might need to expand you might need to do this you might need to relate with even government as as well so building that credibility for yourself as a founder it's it's not easy work it's easier said than done some people are just naturally introverted and all of that and it may not really come off easy but it is What doing it is what being intentional about, and lastly, something I would like to add is that, um, watch your digital footprint, and what do I mean by that? You know, how you go online on Twitter and something happens and then people go and start digging your tweets from from 10 years ago right they start they come and go so be intentional about what you put out online so um mm-hmm. don't don't do things that people can use to haunt you tomorrow that can they can use to tear down the things that you've built and you've worked so hard for so yeah be really intentional with that
0: so, wonderful. You know, you said a lot. And um, one of the things I also wanted to um, highlight is, you know, you mentioned Elon Musk and Tesla. Elon Musk, I think he is the brand. This is why he didn't need to do a lot of marketing because yeah. he is the brand, right? So yeah. imagine someone that is not, I mean, is not—I mean—is not popularly known, he's just starting up there. There is need for marketing. But if you are... If you are, I, I mean, let's, let's take, for example, uh, this guy, Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne Johnson was a popular wrestler. And the moment he went into acting, everybody just, you know, knew him already. And then he became even one of the highest paid actors in Hollywood. So it is the same thing with Elon Musk. But if you are not new, if you are new into uh, the business, you are not a popular guy, no one knows you. It is important for you to do marketing, have a digital footprint. You be careful about, about your digital footprint. Grow your brand, but grow yourself as well because in the end, Investors are going to come, and when someone is looking for is looking for a company to invest in, he's not looking for the idea to invest in. Good investors are not trying to invest into an idea; they're trying to invest in the person because uh, they want to know if that person is able to build to to use their money for you know for good. So this is why it is important to also build yourself as a, as an entrepreneur. So uh, I'm just going to share with us a few things. Um, On the slide for us to see i mean one of the in order for you to have a a very good why or value proposition these are the four things you need to consider so you need to consider who you are selling to you right your customer you also need to consider what is the problem then you need to consider your solutions what are you trying to what's what are you having to you know solve these problems and then your differentiators why are you different from the other people that are out there because why should I buy from you, right? So these are, this is just a, a guideline to help you form your own value position for your business. So, um, you know, wh- when I started a business, yeah, there's a thing, there's this thing I remembered about, um, it's called uh, the problems of economics or the problems of production today. And it is, the person is what to produce, how to produce, for whom to produce and effective use of your product. So if you look at what to produce, you have you have what to produce, and who are you producing these things? If you really want to sell, I mean, imagine you are just having a product, but then there's nobody to buy it to. So you need to know who you're buying, who you're selling to, and then how you are selling, and how are you gonna use your product efficiently? So in this case, look at your customers, look at the problem, what solutions do you have, and what makes you different? And I'm gonna also look at, uh, I wanna show you how you can create your own value proposition using Uber's value proposition. I mean, now this is Uber style, right? Now on the right side of the screen is the customer side. And then the left side is the the product or the, the, the enterprise. So now Uber is a taxi service, it's a cab service we all know, I mean, so um, if we look at the right side, we have the job side, we have the pain, and we have the gains. Now, the jobs are what people, you know, you need to do that that cause these problems. So, uh, before Uber, people needed to wait for cabs or go to where they can find the cab or something, and then when they get the cab, they have to bargain about the costs. You see, these are these are the, this is the stress they all go through. They have to bargain about the costs. And then it's even hard to find a good cab, and then you have, you know, to pay for your trip. So these are the things that people need to do. Then, uh, what are some of the pains that people experience with this old way of, you know, uh, of taxi payment? Is always a problem. We're in a digital society. You have people taxi service. I mean, I'm in Cyprus. There are taxis that still don't use the POS or bank transfer. I mean, so most of the times people need to stop at the ATM, make a withdrawal, then go to their destination and it costs more. So this is the payment. Then uh, people need to also book in advance. If they want to go somewhere early, they have to book in advance and then call a cab and all that. And sometimes you encounter bad drivers and then there are low cab availabilities, you know. So, I mean, I'm coming from the customer point of view now. So what are some of the things that they will gain when they have, you know, a good service, like Uber? They will be able to track their cab using the application Uber. And they can make an order from, you know, with a a click. They can see the nearest, nearest cab available. Time has been saved. They pay easily. Uber is tied to your bank account or your card, and then at every trip you have your payment and then you can trust your driver. I'll tell you from the left side, you'll see how you can trust your driver. So what are these game creators? You can trust your driver because at every trip, you're gonna have a driver rating. You're gonna rate your driver. So the driver with the highest rating shows that he's being trusted and more people are likely to call this driver, this cab, than others that are not, you know, uh, that are not um, rated high. So this is value. And then you have, you can manage all your trips. You can see all your trips where you've gone through before and everything right there from your map. You can navigate your map. You can know where you're going to. You can know the distance. You can know the cost so you can calculate instead of you going and start bargaining in the in the cab with the driver. So there is no bargaining. You don't usually bargain with the with the cab, with the cab driver, with the Uber driver. And then easy payments is there from your. From your card, you pay easily. So you see, this has been able to solve So this is value, value. And then they have their product side. You know, you can have your product, your services. Black cab, UberX, passenger app, UberPop. They have this over there. And the pain relievers are easy payment. Driver ratings, for 7 availability. You can get a cab and Uber driver in the middle of the night. And then you can know where you're going. You can know you can know where you're going and the time it will take you to get there. So in building your value proposition, this is what you need to do, create, look at it, when you create this, then you create the customer side, you create your side as an enterprise, but look at it from the customer point of view. If you look at it from your point of view, you will miss a few things, but when you look at it from the customer point of view, you will not miss a few things. Now, this is a very strong value proposition. They are offering a real value and people, that's why they were able to sell and get big in a very short time. So yes, it is, very important for us to have a wide enterprise to our business and uh, for our listeners if there is anyone who has a question you can type it in the box we'll be more than happy to to answer your questions doctors do you have any few words for us before we go
1: okay so um i think i'm just going to reiterate again why um you as person why everything starts with you as a person um why you must have what will keep you going for longer is to have something stronger than just the need for money so let's say um i started a business because i needed money right when i get the money what's my motivation to keep going on um, when customers get rude to me, what's my motivation to keep going on, right? When when I thought if my motivation to go on is that, okay, I'm starting this smoothie business because I was once obese and I found it hard to lose weight. Now I have a solution. And I'm not going to stop until I get it to everyone who needs it. That's a stronger why than money. And of course, you make money on the way. No one is saying that you should like go broke and become a Father Christmas. Of course, you get money on the way. But yeah, your why should be the first thing and then focus on being on being intentional with the brand you're building so am i just telling my friend or someone to okay just just do a logo for me anything anything you think anything you like no is there an intentionality what am i putting a, a leaf sign there why am i putting a teardrop or a water drops there I, I i should be able to say why i should be able to have a reason so my name is my name an acronym of something did I put two words together can can someone ask me this and I say oh I am um, my brand name is quidro because so so and so I got an inspiration from here or in the Igbo word kudro means peace that's what my so there must be a rationale behind Everything you do, every single dot or I or crossing that you do should have a meaning. You should be able to explain it to someone else. And lastly, build your personal brand. So you as a person, share the knowledge that you know. Be intentional. If If you have a blurry photo on Instagram or LinkedIn, like, please just go right now and change it after this conversation like have a good photo up there um, have a good description people should know you see what you do pitch yourself out for opportunities and then yeah you're you're making the job easier for yourself for your company and for what for, for what you're building actually so yeah
0: great thank you thank you so much so you said be intentional about your brand Okay. You also mentioned have a, have a motivation other than money and then build yourself as a brand. Did I miss anything? So someone has a question. This says, which goes first? Michael is asking. Which goes okay. first? Why or your who? As in your market.
1: Okay. So what goes first? Why or your market? So there's this there's this thing where um i don't know if you've heard of this thing where the ford motor company said that um there's this analogy of course we know the popular analogy that oh the customer comes first the customer comes first but ford motor companies proved us wrong they said we are going to create a product for you and we are going to make you like that product and yes it's very much possible that's what marketing and advertising does but to to answer this question what goes first I, i think your why goes first your why goes first because that's the that's the motivation um, sometimes the things that you believe in, the things that you do, would be like the magnets that draw other people towards you, right? Towards you would be like the magnets. So I can start with marketing. I can market anything, right? I can start with marketing to gather people in. But if people don't get value from what I'm doing, right? They, will, they probably live along the way and and they will not stick on. So yes, I would I'd probably start with why myself? Why am I doing this? Because I know that if this thing was something that I, have, I had a problem with, there are several thousands, if not million people like me that are facing this thing somewhere in the world and needs this solution. So yes, I'll start with why.
0: Wow, amazing. And i also think just like you said Ford, you can actually have your why and make people follow your why i mean we can make people follow your product not just about going for the customer first customer is not always first i don't believe customers are always first thank you so much mikey for that question yeah and thank you Dorcas. anyone else has a question before we close okay so in the absence of uh, none uh, i would like to say thank you everybody for joining and thank you So much, Dirk, for sharing with us today. It was so insightful. That's all we have for today's episode of The Tech Lens. I hope you enjoyed our discussion. If you have any comments, questions, or suggestions, please feel free to reach out to us on our Instagram handle, Front Dreams. Now, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast using whichever platform you're listening to right now so you never miss out on an episode. Thank you for tuning in and we look forward to having you back next
1: week for another exciting episode of the Tech Lens.